Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys. We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? Uh, today is a, a, a day. It's Q&A Saturday. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you stared off in this space to count the days to make sure. Wait. No, I just had to make sure because we were running late. You yeah, know? yeah. And there's, yeah. Well, okay. It wasn't my fault. No, but to be fair... <laughs> Like, I had a really hard time coming up with a Q&A for just the four chapters, you know? I thought it was more that you had a hard time remembering to even get it ready. No, well, no. that too. Oh, okay. Right. But I think that I had a hard time remembering to get it ready because 
four chapters. It's and then that like, put a block in your brain mm-hmm. so that you didn't yeah. do anything? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so That's why today, we're coming out late today, just by the way. Shut up. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about um, the difference between Chronicles and um, Samuel and Kings and why. Okay. Let's get into this. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so our biggest question was, what the fuck is up with this chronicler being so in love with David, right? Yeah. Like, this is no, gross. It, like It really is. He is so in love with him. He changed the story. He left some shit out. I mean, it right? was it was flagrant. flagrant. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, word, I just but it was, was hunting for it in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I found a little bit of reason as to why it still kind of smacks of apologist to me. Yeah, but you know, I put it out there. Okay, sure. All right. So um, the books of Samuel and Kings. Like first and second Samuel and first and second Kings. Yeah. They were written to detail the story, right? To yeah. to tell you like a, a report. Like this is the shit that happened. The good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. Sure, sure. You know? And to explain how the Israelites ended up in the Babylonian exile. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so the point of those books by the authors of those books mm-hmm. was a report of history, like looking back kind of thing, right? Yeah. And conversely, Chronicles was written to an almost entirely Judahite, meaning Judah audience. Yeah. Um, because by then... So they're writing to the fan base, basically. They're writing to the fan base, and the Northern Kingdom had been gone for quite some time by that point. Okay. Right? Yeah. And they're just coming out of the Babylonian exile, and... They're questioning who they are as a people and what's up with them, right? Okay. And so the Chronicle is telling the story of how great David is as a way of showing... It's like rally the troops? Rally the troops and um, help tie them back together, help unite them. So it was written in a style that showed the Israelite leaders at, at their best. And so the point of that book... Or these books, but let me let me just clarify something. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the Bible, mm-hmm. lying is wrong. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to like have that out on the table before we went further here. And so. apologists would agree with you, but they would say these are not outright lies. Oh shit! 
<laughs> they are they are um just different versions of the same story from different perspectives that highlight different things for different reasons. One of which was written way further after all this stuff happened than the other one. Mm-hmm. And he had a poster over his bed. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Like, this is totally, like, the book itself, Chronicles, so far, is just an apologist take on the earlier books of the Bible. That's all it's, it is. But it's not written to be an apologist thing, it's written, um, it's written, the okay, so what they're saying is that um, Samuel and Kings was written on the past, whereas um, Chronicles was written to look forward to the future. Okay. Coming out of the exile. But we do a lot of looking at David mm-hmm. in the past, in, mm-hmm. the, in, these, in this book, and how wonderful and great and not in perfect in any way whatsoever and skipping over a bunch of stories that made him look lesser. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just, it's lies by omission at the very least. And it's just, they're trying to paint him in a, such a light. I understand. I understand. They're trying to make, you know, rally the troops. They're trying to get Israel to, to come together as a team. Right. But at the same time, you're putting this book in with the other book and that's, that's not fair. Well, okay. That's not fair to say because it's not like there was just this great um, stapled together thing that they kept adding to. Got it. You know, yeah. they didn't like just say, we're going to put this with the other one. Right, right. That's so, fair. I mean, and, and I'm not trying to say that the Chronicler is awesome. I'm just saying like his point in writing it was entirely different. And he had no way of knowing that it was going to end up in this whole big gigantic document that was going to all be stapled together that thousands of years later we would all be reading. Okay, well, regardless, I'm mad at the people that still print the Bible with both of these versions in there. Because... I Would is, you be as mad, would you be as mad if the Bible was presented as, isn't it cool these people wrote all these different things, like just a historical no, text? No, if, you know what? Yeah, no, if, um... So that's very much the way that um, Greek and Roman mythology is presented. Mm-hmm, you know, a bunch tell... of different stories that are slightly different from here to there. Because mm-hmm. they, they tell, tell stories. overlapping stories Definitely. that come at odds to each other. Definitely, but they don't present their gods today as real things. They are not presented as actual things that we have to fight in courts and that we have to right. fight our neighbors about. No, true, true, and, true. And the, the fact that this is, is why it pisses me off. No, I totally agree, but I just want to make sure that our anger is pointed at the right direction. It should not be pointed at the chronicler for sucking. And it should not be pointed at the early Israelites for, you know, mucking shit up. It should be pointed at the Christians today who are abusing these historical texts for their own ends. Right, and not recognizing and admitting that there are mm-hmm. faults in the book. Yeah. yeah. Because the the only I mean you you live around here with me in the Midwest mm-hmm. and what we hear probably most often is that the Bible is the word of God. Well, my parents have said we take a very literal view and I'm like right. but you can't though if you read it. You cannot take a literal view because it literally contradicts itself from sometimes page to page. Right. And 
in this case, an entire book undoes Another several things. Right. Yeah, not just not just one entire book. It undoes several entire books. Right, right. So you can't read it um, literally. literally. So I think I think this was just a good solid reminder because you and I are quick to like hate on the Bible itself and hate on the Israelites and you know this whole thing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I just. I want to use it as a reminder or use this moment as a reminder that it's not the book's fault that it's being abused. And it is actually a really, really cool um, set of historical documents, not as history themselves, but as representative of what different people. people, yeah, Yeah. How different people wrote at the time, how different people viewed their history, how different people um, wanted to be remembered and what all of their different cross purposes were. That's interesting. Yeah. And I don't want to forget that. No, I mean, much like we shouldn't forget about Greek and Roman mythology. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, right now, it's hard to differentiate between the the historical um, value of these stories versus mm-hmm. the real pain and suffering that happens because of them. Oh, I totally have no problem um, separating those two ideas in my head. Like I can definitely, as, as a woman, as a person who just had my, um, bodily autonomy stripped away from me, I have zero problem remembering that, um, Christians suck and are using this book to, to abuse people. Right. Right. Well, I, I think that a lot of people do have problems differentiating between what the Bible is and what the Bible is doing. Right. They they see it all as one thing. So that's why I'm saying I think that it's too early, too soon, maybe, to pull it apart as a historical context. Like, I mean, it, I'm not saying that we shouldn't discuss it because it is definitely part of the context. Sure. But when it comes to where we are in society today, mm-hmm. I do think that we need to keep tearing down the the constructs of the bible and and berating them for what they've done and put into this tome because it's not it's not good it's not for for what we are trying to do today in society and as far as laws that they're trying to base off of this thing mm-hmm. it is not good for society and we need to break it down to the point where it does become a mythology i agree i agree um i think that there's room for both though and I think that pointing out over and over again how harmful the people are today and how harmful this book is being used doesn't have to be at odds with remembering what this book actually is and just every once in a while pointing out, don't forget, you guys, this is just um, a collection of myth stories. Right. Like, I don't see those two notions as being at odds. And... So finding out why the chronicler wrote as he did, it doesn't make me like the books of Chronicles anymore. I guess I'm thinking of the people that, and, and there are people that listen to our podcast that are that are Christian. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of them as you need to, I, I think that, that what, I, what I would like to get to in society will make maybe society a better, better place. Mm-hmm. You don't have to ditch Christianity, right? I don't, I don't care. That's fine. You have your Christianity. You do whatever you want with it. But let's admit where we're starting from. Yeah. Let's admit where these stories, what they are and what they actually say. Mm-hmm. Because right now, we don't admit that. 
Like right. the, as a, as a general in society, we don't admit yeah. that the Bible is contradictory. We don't admit that there is so much wrong and bad in the Bible. You know, like mm-hmm. those are things that are glossed over and they're tidied up for you by pastors and preachers sure. and put into a nice little box with a bow on top and said, here, here's your nice little view that you're supposed to have because of this book. Right. We don't go any further than that as a society. No, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I know. I know. I'm, I'm just railing a little bit. So. I know. I know. You are, um, you are really angry and rightfully so. I'm not trying to say you shouldn't be angry. Um, this this book and the way it's written and the fact that it contradicts itself, um, that's the part that, that you're concentrating on. And, the, you know, again, rightfully so. I'm not telling you to think yeah. different. No, I know. I'm, I'm just telling you where I'm coming from is a slightly different place. And I'm, I'm thinking about the historical context of different peoples having different um, takes on the same different takes and different reasons and methods and purposes. And that part, the, the science of it, you know, the sociology of it, the history of it, that part excites Careful me. Throwing science in there. <laughs> I mean, the science of how people behave. Sure. Okay. That's right. sociology. Sociology. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not that the Bible is a science. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Sorry. I, I know what I mean in my head. And when I say science with relation to the Bible, I never mean to indicate that the Bible is a scientific thing. No. I mean the science of how people behave and and the reasons behind what they did. Sure. Okay. And that part fascinates me. So that's that's what I was taking out of this whole um, experiment here. <laughs> I don't I don't know why I'm. I mean, I, I do know kind of why I'm so mad at, at religion. I never grew up with it as part of my life, but I grew up around it very much. Mm-hmm. And I think you know me well enough to know that I do not like being micromanaged. I do not like being mm-hmm. told I'm wrong. No, I um, I know that. I mean, I know, know that I, mean, I, I, I know my right. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it's just that I grew up in a community that constantly let me know I was wrong about this mm-hmm. and, and that didn't let me question things and that told me I should go to church. And they tried to micromanage my life through this. I, I was told that I needed to do this. I needed to get saved. I needed to do these things and by my friends. Put, get and, God and, in your life. Yeah, by friends and friends' families. And, and, you know, I mean, I think that's why I'm so mad because it's just – and and my experience is nowhere near what people had to go through that actually lived through this and got indoctrinated. Yeah. But at the same time, I was on the fringes of having to deal with it somewhat mm-hmm. because I was adjacent to it. Sure. And it just pissed me off. It pissed me off because I didn't even understand what it was. And I still am struggling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, you know. Well, I I think that there is room for that anger, and I think that there is room for hating the Bible, the way it's written, the stories are dumb, they're boring, they don't make sense. I think there's room for all of that. But one of my favorite phrases, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, you know, let's also, though, remember that this is also an insight into how people lived and thought and believed back then. Okay. And that part is cool. Let me take a poll in this house right now. Okay. Okay. So if you had the choice mm-hmm. to either 
get rid of Christianity um, and the Bible in full, mm-hmm. or preserve it as it is. Which oh God, get rid of it. Okay, all right. Just just making sure. But as long as it's here to stay, I I love learning history. Yeah, yeah. Now, right? I didn't I mean, always. I think that's why I'm so enthusiastic and eager to embrace. Like, oh, that's what these people thought. You know, I'm I'm really excited to to look at this now because I didn't always right. like history. Right. And so it's a novel idea to me, even still, that I can appreciate how people used to live. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, is that pretty much all we had for today? That is pretty much all we had for today. All right, sorry this came out late, everybody, and uh, we'll be back later tonight. Are we going to put it out tonight? I think so. Okay, so we'll be back later tonight with the... Um, uh, um, what is wrap it? Wrap-up. Oh, yeah, the wrap-up. First, so first Chronicles con- wrap-up. And then we'll be back tomorrow with First Chronicles Contradiction episode. Mm-hmm. And we'll have the weekly replay at that point later in the day, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll get all these out on time-ish. Ish. I mean, so, on time is relative because these are not regular sections. This is our podcast, sections. damn it. Well, they're not, <laughs> they're not regular sections. We can put them out whenever the fuck we want. Right, that's so, true, that's true. on time is whenever the fuck we say it is. Got it. I just have an inflated view of when our on time is, I guess. Or, well, or, I mean, know. okay, this one is a Q&A Saturday. This one did come out late, Honestly, period, the end. But it still came out on a Saturday. It still came out on Saturday, but it came out late on Saturday. Right, right. The other two are not regular. They could come out whenever we say. All right, works for me. So if they come out tonight, great. If tonight. they come out tomorrow, that's great, too. All right. Well, we'll see you guys <laughs> sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
lemon and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.